Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Krishanda. Happy Thursday to you all. Good morning, Declare Victory. Morning, Hey, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. My word for the day is thrive. Thrive. Yes, thrive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like that word. Good morning. Declare victory. This is Kashanda. I'm your hostess this morning. Who else has joined the call that would like to say hello? Good morning. This is Alicia. Happy Thursday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, have a great day. Hey, hey, Sister Lisa, good morning. God bless you. So good to hear your voice this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Declare victory. Who else has joined the call this morning that would like to say hello? Good morning, Cassandra. This is Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, Declare Victory family. Who else has joined the call that would like to say hello this morning? Good morning, Krishanda. This is Miss D. Good morning, Miss D. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. God bless you. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Who else has joined the call that would like to say hello this morning? Good morning, good morning, Declare Victory. Who else has joined the call this morning that would like to say hello? Good morning. Declare victory. This is Krishanda. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Krishanda. This is Prosperous. Happy um what is this? Thursday. I have a quick prayer request if you don't mind. Sure. I uh, woke up just feeling like a nasty stomach bug. So if you guys can just mm-hmm. keep me lifted and just uh thanking God in advance for complete healing. Yes, in Jesus' name, got you. Thank you. God bless you. Hi, this is Suzy. Can you also put me in your prayers? um, Sure. Thank you so, so much. Good morning, Suzy. Good morning. I really need some, some advice and prayers. Okay. For me. okay, we got you. Love you. Love you. God too. bless you. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Declare victory. 
Who else has joined the call this morning that would like to say hello and declare victory on this thankful Thursday? Where are all my victors? Good morning, good morning. Good morning, it's Denise. Hey, Denise, good morning. Good morning. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, good morning. Happy, thankful Thursday. This is Krishanda. I am your hostess this morning. Who else has joined the call that would like to declare victory? Good morning, Ladybug. It's Leonia. Good morning, Mama. <laughs> Happy Thankful Thursday. Thank you. Same to you. I love you. Love you, too. If you're not speaking or saying hello, can you please put your phones on mute? Anyone else would like to say good morning before we begin? Good morning, good morning. All right. Let's see here. So let's go ahead and get started with the call. Um, before we move forward, we'll ask, I'd like to ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Terry Krishanda, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you to, to you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to stay tuned in for the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled Deliverance. This month, the declarations and focus, we will focus on how Christ is our deliverer and how he transforms our lives and gives us the ability to live victorious lives. Make sure you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Miss Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan, by John Bevere. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing this same number tonight. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app, but we do have a prayer request for Prosperous Pam for healing of her stomach um, ache and for Sister Susie for healing and comfort. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sister Diane. The declaration will be brought by Sister Yolandra. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sister Diane. The declaration will be brought by Sister Yolanda. 
Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is from Psalms 34:17. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute and until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Sister Diane. Good morning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was late. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you this morning for deliverance, Lord God, in our lives. We thank you this morning, Lord God, because you woke us up in our right mind, our health, and our strength. God, we thank you for being the God who delivers us all. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said, you are my help in my deliver. God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, because you are a high tower. And Lord God, I just praise you this morning just for who you are, God. God, we thank you this morning for keeping us through the night and bringing us to the dawning of a brand new day, a brand new day of your mercy, oh God. God, we just praise you this morning for your righteousness. Father, in the name of Jesus, songs 3417 says, the righteous cry and the Lord hearts and deliver them from all their troubles. So God, we thank you that anything that's going on in our lives, oh God, that is not of you. God, we ask that you deliver us, oh God, from those things. And Father, I thank you this morning for waking me up, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are our help, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, we love you this morning. We do, we do. thank you for deliverance in our lives, O oh God. Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we, we come to you and lay our burdens at your feet, O oh God. God, we just, we just thank you on this Wednesday, this Thursday morning, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that we have our health and our strength, our hearing, our sight, our speech. God, we thank you that you have delivered us, oh God, and uh, most things. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that whatever that is in us, not like you, God, we ask that you remove it, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you deliver us from anything that's not of you. So, Father, we thank you this morning, Lord God. We thank you that you are El Roy. We thank you, Lord God, that you are Jehovah, the Lord God Almighty. We thank you, Lord God, that you are everything to me, Father, in the name of Jesus. You are Adonai, Lord the Lord and Master, you are Elhoz Lamb, the everlasting God. So, God, we thank you this morning for being our God, for being our help, for watching over us as we slum and sleep through the night, oh God, and bring us to the dawning of a brand new day. 
We thank you for being Elohim this morning, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given us love and a sound mind. Father, we thank you. We praise you. And we thank you, Lord God, for being near to us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So if we can all take our phones off of mute and give God the praise that he so deserves. God, we Hallelujah. And we, thank we bless you, your name. There is none like you, Lord. We open the great I am. God, Glory We thank you, Lord. If we can all take our phones and put them back on me, I would appreciate it. Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy and your grace. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. I now turn the call over to declare. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God, Lord God, I bless your name, Lord Jesus. I invite, I uh, uh, invite, I ask, I bequeath, Lord God, the Holy Spirit, Lord God, this morning. Lord God, help me. Help me, help me, help me. There is no help. <laughs> There's no help like you, God. So I need you right now this morning. Good morning. Declare victory. Ah, oh, God is so, so, so good. Um, I need to say that when I heard uh, Krishanda 
say my name, my heart almost jumped out of my chest. Like, who, me? <laughs> so, I don't know. That's just me and myself. But I am grateful. No matter what, I am grateful. Um, and I pray that something that I share with you will be something that you have either experienced or will to experience, right? Um, I am, I'm going to call this my delivermony, meaning delivermony, my testimony about my deliverance. And I'm going to also share from a uh, transparent place about my own personal struggles, and I pray that I can tie it together so that it is biblically uh, accurate. Um, but most of all, I just pray that, you know, God and the Holy Spirit speaks through me. You know, so in my experience, um, I found that the best place to speak is from experience. I don't know what I don't know. And what I've learned in my life is not to uh, suppose or not to act as if I know what I know. Um, so I'm going to speak from my own personal place of my uh, deliverance, right? Because, you know, as Christians, and I am a child of God, and um, I declare that I'm a child of God, and I also declare that God loves me. And I know so because not only is it written in his word, but he shows me on a daily basis. So, Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I bless your magnificent and your holy name. I pray that the Holy Spirit will allow me, Lord God, to speak freely to help someone, Lord God, because everything that we do, Lord God, is for you, God. And you so graciously and graciously um return it to us tenfold, Lord God. So I bless your name, and I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Um, when I talk about, when we talk about deliverance, you know, we have been given a whole bunch of definitions that all really, at the end of the day, mean the same thing um, uh, technically about deliverance, right? Um, and so, the object of being delivered is to bring whatever which is miserable or scattered, alienated, or spiritually dead back to the living oneness with Christ. Uh, deliverance is a function of the power of atonement in Jesus Christ. I believe there are different levels or, or different things that we can be, be delivered. Some, some are great. Some are small, some are mightier than others. And when you talk about the ones that are really, really strong that have a hold on you, those become, you know, mind-binding spirits or strongholds or thorn in your side, or whatever you want to say, but, but however you want to say it, Lord God, help me to slow down. But it is a thing that often is not visible. Uh, normally, for me, speaking from my experience, it resides in my mind. Right, and if I am not careful, I will let that thing uh, take root uh, in my spirit, and then I begin to function from there. Uh, I begin to uh, come into agreement with what this thing uh, is telling me, right? Um, and in a way, it mm, 
kills or tries to kill my spirit. It tries to quell the power of God within me, right? And if I am not careful, um, I can go with it and I can go with it unknowingly because it becomes so deeply rooted in my spirit, right? Uh, there's a scripture that's Psalm 32 and 7 tells me that, God, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble, and you will surround me with songs of deliverance. You know, songs of deliverance. You know, a song is a, a, song is an instrument of praise. I can uh, praise God by voice. I can praise God by clapping my hands. I can praise God by speaking out loud. I can praise God by dance. I can praise God in a myriad of ways, right? Oh, but when I have been delivered from something, my praise and my song becomes amplified. It becomes magnified. It has more power. It has more truth because I speak from my personal place of deliverance. Now, I have been delivered from a few things. I have been delivered from, you know, the guilt of abortion, right? I have been delivered from thievery, right? I have been delivered from taking my behind back and forth to jail, right? I have been delivered from drug addiction. I have been delivered from fornication. I have been delivered from cursing. I've been delivered, you know, from a whole bunch of stuff, right? And those aren't small miracles. Those aren't small uh, uh, deliverances. Each uh, one within itself is just as mighty and important as the other, right? Um I believe that when I come, so we talk about God's will and our will, and that God will not uh, have us do anything that we don't want to do, right? What I've learned from me, that in certain areas, certain strongholds, certain things that have grasped and took a hold of my conscience and tried to distort my mind, those are stronger uh, uh, uh issues, if you will, that I need to go deeper, right? So in a sense, the abortion and the drug addiction, you know, and the cursing and the fornication, you know, that's cool and I'm grateful, but they weren't as hard uh, to let go of. It may have taken a while, but when I let go of them, they, they haven't came back, you know, I don't wake up every morning looking to go out, you know, on the street and get loaded, right? I don't wake up in the morning every day trying to figure out how I commit, can commit a crime uh, that, will, that could easily land me in jail. You know, those things, um, I'm free from those things, right? Um, however, what I've learned about myself is that I have been walking around with uh, grief, and I have been walking around with sorrow. I have been walking around with remorse and regret for years, 
four years, right? Um, and so, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. You know, I was thinking about, you know, the different things, if you will, of deliverance, you know, in the Bible, you know, and I thought, I thought about Paul, you know, on his on the road to Damascus, right? And Paul and his religiosity, right? He thought within himself that he was doing the right thing for his God, which was really our God, but his place was more of a, uh, uh, how should I say, a more stern, steadfast, either this way or the highway, right? I would venture to say on the road to Damascus when, you know, God called him out, right? He was delivered from the religiosity to a relationship with God. Now, I don't, it doesn't really say that in the Bible, but that's my personal interpretation of it, right? That is uh, how I imagine that, you know, and I, and, and, I, and I feel like it aligns with the word. We have different levels, different things that we must go through uh, to be delivered. And when that deliverance, when that need from deliverance um, is deeper, we have to, like, go deeper. I was thinking about how also when people used to clamor, they would clamor around Jesus, right? And like Tanya says, in my magic magnifying mind or in my imagination, right? I, some of them, I, I would think, they clamored uh, for amusement or for curiosity, you know, like he was some novel uh, thing, some novelty was just that was just passing through town, not knowing that he is, he was, and he will be, not knowing that he came to remove us or deliver us from any and everything that would have us bound, right? Almost as if, you know, I've, I've said it before, it's kind of like, you know, God is not a fairy tale. He is not uh, a Greek myth. He is not uh, Aesop's fable. He is God. You know, there is no moral to the story aside from the fact that once we uh, abide in him, once we depend upon him, once we uh, uh, go by his leading, our moral, if you will, is to live in heaven and in eternity with him. That is my ultimate goal. However, down here, <clears throat> excuse me, down here, in, on earth, you know, I have to uh, fight what they say in Ephesians uh, 6 and 16, the flaming darts or the flaming arrows that come to me uh, day and night. And some of those things, if I'm not in check, if I'm not in cue, if I'm not aligned with God's word, if I don't know God's word, I have learned on this phone, on this call to uh uh, remember scripture, you know, and a lot of times I don't know it word for word, but God dang it, I sure do know the subject matter. I sure do know where to go get it, Lord. And um, I, I found that the longer I hang around here and, and the more I try to align myself with God's will, his word, uh, comes to my memory much 
easier, right? Much faster and with much more force, right? With what much more confidence, right? And so, again, uh, deliverance brings us from which from what is miserable, scattered, alienated, or spiritually dead back into living oneness with Christ is the function of the power of atonement in Jesus, right? God wants us to live free from sin that so easily entangles us. We get caught up, right? Um, we are Christians and we're promised power and strength when we call upon God to deliver us from spiritual attacks and Satan's binds and his schemes to bind us, whether it's an addiction, an emotion, whether it's a thought, that was me, uh, relationships, past and present, finances, or any other type of stronghold. The word of God gives us promises that will renew our fight to persevere. That's why we're told in the Bible to press towards the mark of the high calling. Oh, my God, press, press, don't give up. That's why it says in the Bible, God, renew a right spirit in me. Hallelujah. God, help me to hold on. God, help me not to grow weary in my well-doing. Help me not to grow weary in my search for you and my seek for you. God, help me. God, because only you, only you, only you, only hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So uh, spiritual welfare explains, um, there's a book, excuse me, called Spiritual Welfare, and it explains the biblical teaching on spiritual welfare, and also it shares numerous personal accounts on personal victories. I want to park right there, right? I was married May 19th, 2001. It's so foggy to me. I don't know the exact date of my divorce, right? Uh, I don't even remember really how many years, you know, he and I were married, right? Uh, I relapsed in that marriage. Fast forward 20 years, Lord God help me. Lord God help me. What I have come to understand is that I needed a certain, another level of deliverance because I walked around for the first 15, 17 years thinking that I was okay, acting as if, you know, I didn't care, uh, denying any uh, uh, emotions around uh, or feelings around my ex-husband, disliking uh, his current wife right? Uh, Just really angry, but I didn't know that I was angry. You know, um, I'm walking around as if uh, everything is okay, but deep in my spirit, I was wounded. I found myself 
coveting, right? Lord God, I don't want to covet. Lord Jesus, I found myself uh, thinking of my ex-husband random. Just random thoughts would run through my mind, and then I would run with them. I would run into the land as if only, and what if, and oh, my God, he can't be happy with her, and oh, God, look at her. Oh, you know, just going on and on in my mind, making myself miserable. And I would tell myself within myself, you know, without, you know, attaching God's power and God's word to it, that I'm cool. I'm not tripping, right? And then Satan would come and tell me, well, you know, he's going on with his life and he's, you know, he's happy and da-da-da-da-da. And look at you. You still sitting here by yourself. You ain't never going to get nobody else. Ain't nobody else ever going to want you again. Look at you. You're a sight to see. Oh, my God, you are terrible. Oh, my God, you are worthless. Who's going to want you? And I would say to myself, it's not true. I am worthy. Oh, I, I, I will find another husband. You know, I won't be 90 years old uh, before, you know, something breaks for me. I know God has, you know, a plan for me. You know, and then my friends would tell me, girl, write down what you want. Write down all the characteristics, you know, what you want, what you don't want, what you accept, you know, and be specific. And I did that dutifully, right? I went from relationship to relationship, not knowing I still was bound emotionally to this man. It became so weighty. If I was driving down the street, I would think of this person. When I slept, this person would come to me in my dreams. And then, you know, I would think, well, why is why am I dreaming about this person? He must be dreaming about me. Not so. <laughs> Not so. That was Satan trying to keep me bound, trying to keep me depressed, trying to keep me suppressed, trying to prove to me that, you know, I will never do anything better. Like, let's let me just say, A relationship or a marriage is not my end game. I want that, right? But that's not my end goal. My end state is to live with Christ in eternity. When I leave here, I want to be free, and I want to live my life with Christ. I had dreams of me and my ex-husband. He was on one side of the door. I'm on the other side of the door. He's trying to get in the door. I'm trying not, I'm trying to keep him outside the door. And he's saying, let me in, let me in. And I'm saying, no, what about your wife? And he would say, oh, I don't want her. I love you. You know, and those type of things, I would wake up angry. I would wake up angry. I had a dream one time, my God, I will never forget. One time I dreamed, this took, this took the cake for me. One time I dreamed that. She and I were both married to him at the same time. <laughs> and these dreams would come to me with such vivid uh, regularity that I was angry. I could not understand why this was happening to me. God, I would say, Lord God, that was 20 years ago. Please, 
Father Jesus, our devil, you are a liar. Oh, God, I would pray for him. I would pray for her. I would pray for their marriage. I would pray that the God that God gives them the desires of their heart. God, free me. Free me. I don't want to do this. It's making me miserable. If I tell you I was miserable, I was miserable. That thing had a hold on me so tough. You know, and sometimes, you know, emotionally, emotional strongholds, emotional uh, mind-binding type of things are vex us far greater than physical. Because the word says we are in a spiritual battle. This is a spiritual warfare. There are things beyond me that I cannot see. Furthermore, things that I do not understand, but what I know that I know that I know that I know that God is greater. And I don't know why, you know, it took me 18 or, uh, yeah, 18 years to come to the understanding that I had a hold on me, that this thing was uh, prohibiting me, handicapping me, disabling me from being free. You know, there's a time that says, you know, get in where you fit in. I'm here to tell you, there's room. <laughs> there is room. We don't have to get in where we fit in with God. There is room. There is room. All I have to be is uh, uh, desperate enough to be delivered. You know, I kind of put deliverance and desperation like side by side, like a synonym, right? God says he wants us to freely give ourselves. He's not going to make me do anything. So I have to become desperate enough to give my will. Now, I don't know why, you know, as human beings, we have to wait till we're looking down on the other side. We're, we're looking down the cliff trying to decide whether we want to jump or not. I don't know why when we're stuck with our backs are against the wall, do we cry out, God help me. God help me. Deliver me from this thing. Every other area of my life was okay. I don't want for nothing, right? My finances are cool. You know, I don't have big aspirations. The only thing I want to do is be peaceful, you know, and my biggest aspiration is to go to heaven and see Jesus. Right? All this other uh, lofty stuff um, besides shopping, I do have. I still, I still struggle with that. But I don't have a lot of material stuff that I, I want to see on this side. You know, I ask God to help me be healthy right, to help me think of him, to help me hide his word in my heart, right, uh, help me not to convict myself, help me to feel good about myself, help me to stand strong in who he says that I am. God says I am that I am. And, Lord God, I believe that you are. And, Lord God, your word says that you will deliver me. So, 18 years down the road, I've been on the call with uh, Declare Victory, and this woman, her name is, um, she calls herself the radical midwife. And I'm thinking, 
radical. Midwife. Well, I know midwife means to kind of like be an instrument between this and that to bring something through. But radical? Radical to me means kind of like unorthodox, uh, kind of, you know, outside the box, you know, uh, beyond basic, right? Radical. Well, who is this? <laughs> who is this radical person? And I'm listening to her for years and years, not knowing that the stage was being set for my deliverance, right? And so out of everything I was going through in my life, greater than my drug addiction, greater than my guilt around abortions, greater than greater than anything, this thing of my this this relationship I was in had me bound. And so talking to Dion, listening to Dion, having the PWE, which is I call the Philip Watson experience, I found myself growing inching closer to saying, what must I do? You know how that man said, what must I do to be saved? (laughs) I found myself saying, God, what must I do to get this haunt off of me? And so they started talking about deliverance deliverance, deliverance, and, you know, the different types of deliverance, and, you know, and and uh, I'm talking to Dion one day, and she's talking all this stuff, Now I, I sent her a text, girl, I need you, girl, I need you, Ooh, Lord Jesus, I need you, right, and so we're talking, and, and then she tells me what I should do, or she recommends what I need to do. Now, please don't mistake or misunderstand what I'm about to say, right? This is, I said, my experience, right? Um, I can only speak from my experience, right? But uh, I get on the highway, and I'm running as fast as I can because I want this off of me. I want it off of me. I want it off of me. Right, and I've tried every other way, so I thought in my mind to remove this haunt. I'm gonna call it a haunt because that's just what it was, and I cannot get to her fast enough. Right, and on my way there, I'm thinking this kind of feels like I'm you know, I didn't know what I was in for. Uh, all I heard, all I my only experience of uh, this type of deliverance was, you know, what I'd seen on TV, right? Um, I kind of felt like, are you going to a seance? Now, I didn't say I was going to a seance. I'm telling you what my mind, you know, because I did not know what I was going to experience. But what I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew, I knew that I was going for it. I knew that I was open to whatever may occur. I knew I was desperate enough to be delivered, right? And so I get there. I get there and, you know, again, not knowing what to expect. And, you know, uh, she's walking around the office and starts bringing buckets. And I'm looking at her like, what's this bucket for? Oh, girl, that's the case. That's the case you throw up. Don't worry about it. It's good. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm about to throw up, right? Um and so we started praying, and we and she put on music, and we started praying. We started praying. We started worshiping God. We started worshiping God. We started praying, and 
longer was, but I wasn't in a rush. I was just following her lead. I was just being willing and open to whatever it was. I felt like and I knew that I was safe. Like that song says, safe in his arms. I knew I was in a, a safe place. And I was willing, hallelujah, I was willing to do whatever. And so, you know, we started praying and we walking around and the music's playing and time left me out. I, I don't know how long I was there. I, I don't know, right? Uh, so then Dion starts going through, you know, all of these uh, renunciations, pages of it. And I am repeating word for word what she said. But there were a few that stuck out for me in my situation. And one of them is I renounce all the generational iniquity that has resulted in the affliction of madness, blindness, and confusion of mind. That's me. Right? And then there's another one. I renounce all generational iniquity that came upon my ancestors and me so that we would have an anxious mind, eyes weary for longing, and a despairing heart. Oh, my God, that was me. There's another one. I renounce all generational iniquity that resulted in saying, in the morning, if only it were evening, and in the evening, if only it were morning, because of the terror that will fill our hearts and our sights and the sights that our eyes would see. I got to a point where I would ask God, God, please don't let me think about this person. Oh, God, please, I don't want to see them in passing. Oh, God, please, I don't want to see them out and about because my situation I felt was different because I still see my ex and his current wife, and they've been married for a long, long time, right? And there's, there's something that still stirs in my spirit that lets me know that I'm not comfortable, right? So I would dread going places where I knew they would be because I would have to act like, you know, I'm good and I'm not. God, I want to be good. I really sincerely want to wish them well. God, please take this from me. I'm so sorry. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know when I relapsed in that marriage that I just could have reached out to you. I didn't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know. So I'm in Dion's office. We're doing all these renunciations. And I started praying. Dion tells me. I was sitting down while I was praying. She walking around. I'm sitting down. <laughs> she told me to get up. So in obedience, I got up. And I continued to pray. And I started walking around that office, praying and clapping my hands and praying. And I don't know from when I got up from that from that seat to when I found myself bowed over. 
I was bent over. And it was like I could see myself, and I was conscious of what was going on. I was conscious of what, you know, what was going, what was being said. But I noticed when I was sitting down, there was a moan that started to come from me. And I knew instinctively when that moan, that was not a moan of God. I knew that that moan was the stirring up of this spirit that had been in my gut for so long because we were calling it out in the name of Jesus. So I started to moan. I started to moan. Right about that, Dion told me to get up. And so I got up and I started walking around and clapping my hands. And then before I knew it, I found myself bent over. And I started uh, speaking in tongues. Now, God has given me the gift of tongues. My tongue is my dialect. I don't know where it comes from, but it's different from what others I've heard. But that's not here or there. It doesn't mean that it's better. It's just different. But what I'm trying to say is that when I started praying and speaking in tongues, I heard myself say tongues with moans and um, um, groans and different uh, inflections that I had never, that I had never, excuse me, heard myself say before. Uh, and then the next thing I knew, I started, I bent over and I started screaming. I started screaming, ah, ah. And then the screams became deep toned. Like, and I knew, I knew, and I heard the Spirit say, go with it. Don't try to stop it. Go with it. And the more I went with it, the louder the screams became. And then I would start praying in tongue again. And then I would scream. It was like this spirit was trying to, was coming out of me, was coming out of me, and it did not want to. You can hear the resistance. So Dion came and she put her hand on my back. And when she did that, they became louder and deeper. And I mean, I started screaming. I was screaming. And we're, we're telling, we ain't asking to do nothing. We're telling it, come out in the name of Jesus. Let her go. Let her go. And then she put her hand on my stomach. And when she did that, oh, my God, I started coughing. <laughs> now, I had heard about people coughing, but I didn't think. I'm thinking, my God, I'm coughing. It, that's really true. That, like, really happens. I'm thinking all this stuff as I'm going with it. So we did that for a good period of time. And I found myself in tears, but I also find myself being freed. The whole point of this is that I have, you have, we too, we all have to get to a place where we're willing to do what it takes to free us up from them things, those things that bind us.
They don't always have to be health challenges. They are set in our mind. No one uh, knows our thoughts as intimately as God. I walked out of that place feeling free and free indeed. I've never experienced that before, but I knew that I was willing. I knew that I needed it. And I will tell you that from that day to this, I've not had a dream. Thank you, Jesus. From that day to this, when those thoughts come up, I speak them down in the name of Jesus. I don't say I rebuke you, Jesus. I rebuke you. In the, no, no, I don't do that anymore. Therefore, now there is no condemnation. So, uh, Satan, you won't condemn me about that one. I command you in the name of Jesus to flee. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You will not condemn me because I am a child of God. That is in the past, and God does not remember the past. So neither will you help me to uh, soak, if you will, to sit uh, in self-pity and woe in my past. I'm a child of Christ. I have been cleansed by the blood for the past and for the present (laughs) and the future. Get behind me. Right? And so... I do have a hard stop. I do have to go to work. But I just want to read uh, a few uh, verses. One was read earlier, Psalms 34, 13. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Psalms 34 and 4. I sought the Lord. He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Psalms 107 and 6. When they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, he delivered them from their distress. I cried out, God, help me, because I cannot do this. Please, please help me. I want to thank... uh, I'm sorry, one more. Galatians 5 and 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. I don't, we don't have to mean slavery in the physical sense when they brought us over here on the boat. We can be enslaved by a myriad of things. We need to recognize what our enslavement is, then we need to cry out to God and ask him to deliver us from that yoke. The only thing I want to be yoked with is God. I don't want I don't want nothing else that has nothing to do with anything that's going to bind my spirit, bind my mind, keep me depressed, keep me sad, keep me woeful, none of that. I want to thank... Uh, Shonda and Diane, I'm asking God for prayer, answered prayer for Prosperous Pam and Susie, 
I'm thanking each of you for uh, listening to my deliverance, my delivermony. <laughs> I thank you, Father God, for this day, God, because you are greater than anything, Lord God. I am so grateful that you called us out, Lord God. I am so grateful, God, that you separated us, Lord God. I am so grateful, Lord God, for your grace, your mercy, your love, your protection, and your provision. God, I pray that you bring into the light, Lord God, anything that we are struggling with, Lord God, whether it's uh, uh, a small deliverance, Lord God, or a great big one. God delivers this deliverance, Lord God, and we need to be set free. Lord God, so help us come out of denial and out of agreement with anything, Lord God, is unlike you, anything that takes our mind and our focus off of you. God, we bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the forgiveness of our sins, every breath that we take, every move that we make. God, we know that you are watching. So we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your magnificent name. So I'm going to close with that. I would just ask that when we open the call for uh, open the call for comments and stuff, right, that this uh your that the remarks are not about me, you know. Keep it on, you know, if you got anything out of the declaration, if you if you can relate to it in some way or whatever, you know, um I don't know, for some reason I be I, I don't like a lot of praise. It makes me feel like it uh, I don't know. Please don't praise me, right? That's what I'm saying. Um this is a, a, a thing between me and God, and I'm only here to tell him, tell you my story so that you can tell your story, and then you can go tell, they can go tell your story, and then they can tell their story, right, because that's how this works in the scheme of things. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. I'm going to open the call now uh, as traditional. Um, any man on the line that want to say good morning, please, please do so now. Y'all, 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 y'all. in the house. So, Good morning, e. everybody. God Thank bless. You Hallelujah. Any other men? Okay. Any first-time callers? First-time visitors? Please take a moment to say hello, introduce yourself so we can love on you. Okay, girls, come on, y'all. <laughs> Good morning. Morning. It's pretty Patrice. Great declaration. Thank you, Mama. Good morning. It's wonderful Wanda. Great declaration. Love you. Love you too, wonderful Wanda. Anybody else? Good morning, Yolanda. This is Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Awesome. Awesome. Praise God. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Who is that? Liberty. Hi, Liberty. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Swanita. Great to Thank you. You know my sister, Barbara, Barbara Wood. Good morning. Mm. She knows you. Anybody else? Oh, okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. 
I didn't hear you. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Hi. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, good morning Alondra. Alondra. <laughs> Who's that? I, this is persistent. Good morning, Yolandra. Wonderful morning. declaration. Loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody else? Good morning. Great morning. God morning. It's magnificent. Awesome declaration, sis. Thank you. Good morning, magnificent. Good morning, Yolandra. This is Monica. Great declaration, girl. You're so free. Somebody up in here today. Thank you, Monica. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey, Yolandra. Can you hear me? I can. Girl, yeah, I'm desperate enough to be delivered. Oh, amazing. I have to come outside in the play yard to holler. Yeah, but you said no accolades for you is all God. Love you, sister, for your transparency. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Yolandra. I just want to say, okay, no praises to you, but praises to our faithful God for delivering my sister, Lord. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, God. Anybody else? Good morning, Yolanda. This is Bree Bree. Hey, Bree Bree. Hey, I absolutely enjoyed you. I know you don't want no praise and you don't want no accolades, but if you could have heard me in here cheering you on this morning. (laughs) (laughs) He whom the sun set free. It's free yes. indeed, and your freedom looks good on you. Love you. Yes. Thank you, Sabrina. Anybody else? To Jubilant. That was an awesome decoration. Thank you, Juliet. Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning. Uh, hey. Good morning. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. Hallelujah. Testimony don't get to somebody. I don't know. God bless you, ma'am. Bless you. you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Good morning, Yolanda. This is Denise. Thank you so much for being honest, open, and transparent. Thank you. Praise God. You know, we can only... um, be delivered or we can only um, be, if we surrender, we have to be honest with ourselves, right? God already knows. We have to admit. Good morning, anybody else? I want to say thank you to uh, Rochelle for uh, standing in on Tuesday. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to Natasha. Love you, Natasha. You know, I had been, you know, oftentimes I said before, I kind of feel like Moses, Lord, Lord, God says, go. I'm like, oh, God, no, please send somebody else, right? And I knew about this declaration a month ago, and um, I called Natasha. I said, girl, you know, I'm just not going to do this. I'm not ready, blah, blah, blah. You know, so then I get a, a text from Natasha that says, okay, well, you won't do it Tuesday, but you will do it Thursday. And I'm thinking, God dang it, I thought you, I want you to take me off the schedule, period. <laughs> That's funny. Anybody else in no. the comments, questions? Yolanda is called Declare Victory. We don't get no passes <laughs> over here. If you done sat and sucked, 
it's time for you to show off your father. I appreciate the fact that you stress the point that you have to be desperate. It has to be a personal thing that you have to be uh, intentional and desperate about that thing. We we get desperate about everything else that we want. Right. Why we don't get desperate for freedom, for liberty, right. to live right. a life where we're just carefree in the Lord, not carefree, carefree yeah. in the Lord, because the things yeah. of the Lord make us free. He He right. carries our burdens for us, for us if we trust Him. He's faithful. Yeah. So God bless you, sis. You did amazing. A great, great, great share. Hey, Yolanda. It's Didi. I got to jump in with her. Listen, so much you said, but what you really focused on, I'm so glad you talked about the stronghold, because so many people are holding on to stuff that we need to let go of in our past. You, Oh, my God. Guilt from abortion. There's a lot of women on the call right now that have probably been in bondage or just tormented from that. Let it go. Let it go. Thank you for your transfer. Like, this was to me, I'm, whew, your, te- the freedom, like Brewery said, I was over here going, Yolanda, you better go. Just freedom for real. But I understand what you're saying because there's soul ties connected when you're speaking of your ex. I so understand that. But the freedom that you have, and it's just beautiful, a beautiful place to be when we're on, open and honest. We have to. That's how we help each other, not by trying to dress it up cute and make it seem like we're all good. On the inside, we're living in hell. So thank you, because that freed some people. I know it, it just helped me in some other areas. So I love you, sister. That was amazing. Thank you, It's like you just pride. Actually, it's just pride and ego, right? It's um, what we've been taught to do is act as if, right? But that's not helpful um, in the whole scheme of things. Thank you for that. Hey, This is um, wonderful. Um, I just wanted to say thank you again for your declaration. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> I was over here crying with you. Um, we we have a, a a close relationship off the call, and you know you have been my midwife in so many areas. <laughs> You have have helped me birth and deliver so many things um, that was the negative out of my life. And, uh, you know, I've been right by your side through that that stronghold you had. And it's just so freeing for me just to hear the deliverance um, and the praise um, and the hallelujah that need to go up around that thing and um you just give me so much inspiration and hope um i'm so proud of you and i want to just tell you that i love you and thank you you for being a part of my life have a great day you too yeah it's me lisa um thank you for your share um while listening i felt your heart um and that's another thing that i wanted to bring out um, while everyone is saying about being desperate for deliverance, spot on, I am so in agreement. But another thing that I heard, which might be an indication that it might be a demon um, and we need deliverance, was your heart posture towards your ex and his his wife. 
It was Absolutely. you saying to yourself that I don't want to feel this way towards them. I want to wish them well. I I want them to be happy. I I don't want to be if I could just use the word envious or jealous or shoulda woulda coulda or I want this soul tie to be broken so that I could be free so that I could be in a place to speak well of things and speak well of them. That's a heart posture that I believe God honors. Right. So, yeah, we got to be desperate for deliverance. We also got to be in a place where we don't just want to be free, but we want to release people so that they can be free to an extent, too. Right. They're moving on with their lives, but there's still that thing. Every time we come in a room, they feel the energy. They know. You said you ran, you know, your path across often. It's almost like nobody want to see us coming. (laughs) What is going to be today, right? Today, what is it going to be today, right? (laughs) What kind of spirit is going to pop off today? So thank you for that. That just shows, you know, for your transparency, how being open and honest about where we are, you showed us the depth of the soul tie, what I saw. Um, and how that stronghold and being connected, wanting to be free, but not just for us, but for for God's purpose to really make room for love to come again in your life, right? Yeah. And when you know that you can wish well on the, the new wife, come on, that's a place of um, being mature emotionally, um, getting towards health and wanting to be free yourself. That that just did, that was, that was so good, so thank you. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you. Appreciate you too, sis. Anybody else? Praise the Lord. This is Tenacious T. Hope you can hear me because I have a cold that put me in prayer. Thank you, Sister Yolanda, for sharing your testimony because it reminds me of what God did for me about four years ago in a dream. I had a dream where there was a man talking to me sitting next to my own mother who's departed now and he kept telling me that you know who I am you know and I kept trying to figure it out and my mom kept looking at me like you're crazy you know who this is and I didn't even recognize who this man was I couldn't even see him by face long story short she goes Tracy that's Pierre that's your ex-husband and I was like oh my god and I woke up and all the pain and suffering and beatings and everything in my dream god let me know that you're free from that you don't yeah. even know him in your dream oh, yeah hallelujah hallelujah that's beautiful can you believe i don't even see him hardly god made the way in the future um an incident happened where that same man came to my home in santa rosa took my remaining two children out of my house. They were adults. I never heard from them again for four years, and all my children didn't talk to me. I was in a deep valley. Can you believe I never blamed him because I was delivered from that? But I got to go through the most amazing trial and valley that made me learn. Let go, let God is not just a cliche. I had to learn that letting go means to live as if you never had children and pour yourself into the things of the Lord and other people. And he gave me many children as a result. But long story short, I see that man today because we have a grandchild in common. 
continually the cards have turned and God uses me to connect my grandchild to him because my daughter will not let him see him. The very daughter that he took out of my home will not let him see his grandchild. So we are bonded together when they say, oh, sometimes when the grandchildren come, that's when things start to heal. But I just want you to know I got healing way before that time, and I forgive him. He is not worth it. So when I hear women pain and regret over their exes and stuff, let it go, because like you, my only goal is to make it to glory. I don't have any other aspirations that to do what it takes to make it. And he is not worth it. No soul I've met is worth it to date after all that that man does. And I just want to praise the Lord for these kind of testimonies because they are growth sturdy. That's why they're there, just to connect us more with the Lord. And I thank him. Thank you for hearing my testimony and sharing yours. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was amazing. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you. That was beautiful, my sister. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Mm-mm-mm. Anybody else? Yolanda, it's persistent. I just hey. want to say I'm so, hey, I want to say I'm so thankful and grateful for your declaration and hearing it. Um, I just had a dream last night about that uh, that joker that I was married to, and I I, I needed to, and I've been having them a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to make sense of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm at peace. I have to admit that I'm at peace, but that mind binding spirit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm that's trying to swell up and create itself. Mm -hmm. That's what I sense. And I've just become aware of that since, you know, I've been going through mindset momentum um, uh, with the ladies and Dion and, and, and looking at pigs in the parlor and this month dealing with deliverance. And as you say, brother Watson, all of it. And wanting the free indeed and accepting that deliverance is the children's bread. So I am grateful. I know you don't want to be, you know, applauded. <laughs> we give God all the praise and all the glory. But you stood up in this. And you said it so uniquely. I'm not praising you. I'm just, this is a fact. You said it in your way. And, yeah. and you cried out for help in the process to make it plain. You knew you knew you needed God's hand because you you could sense the struggle in what you went through, and I mm-hmm. get it and I got it, and I'm very appreciative to you for you know your bravery, for you just you know applauding your God that that delivered you, um, and I'm appreciative of all the sisters that played a role in getting you on the declare victory line so you can declare victory and do your declaration. <laughs> I'm very appreciative. <laughs> Thank you for Thank you for And I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to my deliverance too, okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just let me yeah. say I, I forgot to give a shout out to uh mindset momentum because that's how this all came about. And what this what this uh 
reveals to me that there's a sequence and a cadence to everything, right? Um, you know, the word says God knows, he orders our steps, blah, 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 right? And so for me, I walked around unknowingly, knowing how this stuff going on. I was in denial around it. You know, I, I tried to dismiss it within my own power. You know, I tried to speak it down or, you know, uh, uh, if, I, if I thought a negative thought, I would try to think of positive. All that stuff within my will, but I wasn't giving it to God until finally, talking about the secrets and, and the cadence, I reached out to Dion months ago, right? Um, and then months later, I find myself in mindset momentum. But Dion's been talking about deliverance for a long time. I did not know I was bound until God finally revealed to me one day. He said to me, he says, you need to admit that you still have feelings in that area, and you need to admit your grief and your sorrow, and you need to be free from that. Right? There's a cadence. There's a sequence to it. I am just so grateful that, you know, I was uh, able to hear, heed, right, and go about my business trying to get this thing off of me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Persistent. Anybody else? Morning. Hey, uh, oh, go ahead. I'll wait. This this amazing job you know you reminded me of i've been i've been hearing you talk about this for years mm-hmm. you know for years and i know that we get to it god brings us to it and to heal us from it when it's time and although we you've been talking about it for years like you said, there was a cadence to it, and you, it, it, it reminded me that um, the deliverance that I got at the at the movie theater, I didn't know I was bound either. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, professing and 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 quoting and praying and doing all this stuff for other people. And I'm bound, I'm sitting, I'm driving in the back of the car because I can't sit in the front because I'm too wrapped up and afraid in my mind that we're going to have an accident. So I'm making the the ride chaotic and stressful for Jeff that's trying to get us to our destination. And I'm talking every day. Hmm. When... We're on our way to service, when we're on our way to, to, to Oakland, just when we're on our way. And I'm praying, God, I don't want to be afraid. God, regulate my mind. But the day that we went to the movie theater, me and Swanita, we had a Holy Ghost good time. And you talked about being bent over. And when he mm-hmm. called out arthritis and when he called out witchcraft, I mm-hmm. bent over mm-hmm. and I just screamed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 
still didn't know nothing had taken place. I just knew that it was good. I knew mm-hmm. I knew something happened, but I didn't know to the extent until the twins had to come and I had to sit in that front seat and I did it with so much ease as if there was never ever anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. He removed that thing, took it out from the root like there was nothing ever wrong and I hear the freedom I hear the deliverance and I'm so thankful and so grateful for this vehicle this vessel but to God be the glory for when we are ready uh-huh. each year appears uh-huh. yeah yeah just let me say too Patrice you like you said you've heard me talk about this for years and, um, you know, for a lot of years, I felt like I couldn't talk about it openly because, A, people were tired of hearing it, but, B, um, I was prideful, right? Um, and, C, I thought that, you know, I would be judged for trying, you know. So for I, I realize now that I walked around for years feeling like I couldn't talk about it. You know, people expected me to be done and it's done and it's done, but it wasn't done. So I did myself a disservice by not talking about it openly and freely. You know, I did myself a disservice. And so, you know, that's my story. I, you know, that's, it is what it is. But I'm grateful that I finally made that admission to myself. Oh, what people think of me or think where I should but I wasn't. Love you, Patrice. Hey, I know Tam wanted to say something, but not only did you, like, bury it and keep it longer, but the stronghold became greater because you couldn't open and expose and reveal it. So it became more powerful, right? I hope we can see that, y'all. It became more powerful. And now, like, when it finally gets exposed, that's when we get to the point where we just can't take it no more. Forget it. We don't care. I don't care if you see my drawers hanging and tissue falling from my shoe. I got to get free from this. <laughs> tissue on the shoe. Drawers hanging. Tissue on the shoe. That's a good one. I got to use that one. So, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. And, you know, um, I couldn't figure out for the longest, you know, because let me just say this. You know, my ex is not a recovering addict you know he's a normal person and his 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 wife is a recovering addict um and so i knew he had a uh dis not a dislike but um he had suffered from another relationship where one of his girlfriends was had an addiction right so um i couldn't i i, I guess he couldn't believe that oh god here i go again and then but what i couldn't believe is that they met on the internet. They met on the internet and I felt like, Lord, out of all the women he could have met on the internet, why she got to be in my circle? That means I got to see them. I, I, You know, it's like she could have married anybody else in the whole world. Why her? You know, and I felt like I was being um, penalized. I felt like God was, you know, trying to hurt me. I, I, I couldn't understand why that had to be. You know how big the internet is? Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
that? She's a recovering addict like me? Oh, my God. And I walked around with that. You know, I felt like I could have healed much faster, much sooner, had I never had to see him again. But that's not my story. Every time I saw them or him, I had to be reminded. I was reminded. And that was so painful. And then having to walk around like it wasn't painful. (laughs) So I agree with you that because I didn't admit it, it grew stronger and stronger and started manifesting in my dreams and manifesting in my thoughts. So enough was enough. God, deliver me. I'm desperate. Please. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Hey, this is Tanya. Um, I wanted to um, just take this as a moment to, for, 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 for people that have been struggling with a believer um, having um, uh, an issue, needing, needing deliverance, let me, let me put it that way. This is so. This is a perfect. This is not some abstract person that you know, or some story of some person you know, Phil telling us about somebody, or anybody else telling us about somebody, or somebody that was in a movie. This is somebody that we hear or have heard regularly on Declare Victory. She's even declared on on Declare Victory before. She's given given a declaration. This is somebody that you're familiar with. Um, opening up today and sharing how she needed to be delivered from it, that was a stronghold. And so uh, not to beat a point that Lisa made with the dead horse, but when we hold on to things, we're technically, we're kind of, we're nurturing it. We're giving it permission to, to, to grow and to do, you know, whatever, right? And we don't even realize that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. We don't even realize it. Yolanda started off with, I'm a child of God, first of all, I want you to know. Um, Secondly, you don't know what you don't know. So if there's Mm -hmm. something that you, whoever is on the call today, that you're experiencing, that you you can't pray it away, some things you cannot pray away. Hallelujah. That's true. (laughs) Some things you cannot speak in tongue away. Yolanda got filled on this call, right? Am I right, Yolanda? You're on point, sister. Yep. Right. So, so some, some something that doesn't mean that the, the Holy Spirit is not more powerful than that. We have to give God permission. But we have to acknowledge because you can't get rid of nothing that you, you don't acknowledge. We have to acknowledge um, that there is an issue, and we have to be willing. God will not take anything from us that that we're not willing to let go of. So don't make it sound like this is an oxymoron and that that uh, demonic influence or uh, has more power than God. It does not. It takes you being willing to give to to be willing to give God permission. Listen, I'm sick of this. I'm I, I can't do it no more. Reading your Bible is not enough to 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 be free from it. Because she was doing those things. Sure was. Am I right, Yolanda? I just, I just want people to understand. Yeah, I, I just want people to understand. If there is something that you have been struggling with for for months or for years, that might be a clue that you need deliverance from it. And maybe it's not a drug addiction or a substance abuse. Maybe it is a stuff. Maybe it's food. Maybe it is, you know. 
gambling. I don't know. I'm just, it doesn't matter. The, the point, it, does, it doesn't matter. I just want you, this is a perfect example of how that, like, I, I wanted to jump up and turn flips. We we have had the opportunity to to um, witness so many. This is not praising you at all, Yolanda. I'm just using you as an example right now. But and um uh, and I know you got a hard stop. But I just want you to this. We've seen so many milestones in Yolanda's life. It's so exciting to watch people release and let go. And so I want to say to whoever is listening to the call today. Um, don't continue to nurture whatever that thing is that has a stronghold over your life. You don't, it's a choice. It's, it's, it's a decision. You can if you'd like, if you prefer being in that place. That's totally up to you. But for the person that says, <clears throat> I want out, or for the person that says, I'm sick of this, um, you can have the same type of freedom. It's just a matter of you opening the, opening the door and positioning yourself. So that you can be free. Yolanda, 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 I imagine God being so proud of you. And the other thing is, is that the, um, the, the door that you've opened to be able to help, there are other people that are experiencing the very same thing that you've experienced. You're going to be able to help walk them through that. Hallelujah. I see it clearly. Hallelujah. I see it. I see the people in the droves that you're going to be able to help to deliver. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing the day. That was that was pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. And congratulations, graduate. The tassel is worth the hassle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else? Hey, Yolanda. Good morning. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. <laughs> I am uh, extremely proud of you. Um, excellent share. The level of transparency is chain-breaking. I wanted to speak to something specific that Tanya just talked about. Um, if if you, well, I won't say if. When you begin to do um, a deeper dive into some of the things that we struggle with, that we don't realize that we are struggling with, um, you can even go as far as to refer to, um, I believe it's judges like the, I'm going to tell you, Judges 6, um, 20 through 21, it, it talks about um, this this moment, this time where Gideon was faced with dealing with the inherited or iniquitous sin of his forefathers. And there were what are called evil altars that have been erected for generations and generations that cause us to be stagnant, that cause us to be stifled, right? Our fathers have done what's called, and you'll, you'll notice this a lot in the Old Testament, um, erected strange altars in pursuit of their comfort, right? And that their children, their, their gen, grandchildren, um, we don't consider the consequences of the actions of our forefathers. You've got to remember the ghosts, the demons, the things that they were fighting historically. They didn't have a crack to escape, right? It's kind of how witchcraft got intermingled with general people that were in the way because it wasn't called Christianity at that time. But what you start to notice, um, Lisa referred to the things that you were struggling with becoming stronger. What happens is we have a responsibility to pluck down, to uproot, to tear down all of the evil altars that our forefathers have erected unbeknownst to us, 
which is why I said it is so important to do what's called practice presence. When you start to spend time with God um, and you begin to tune your ear to the voice of the heavens, what's already being said, what heaven is declaring about you, when you start to understand that there are things that he'll help you identify that sometimes have nothing to do with you personally, things not things that you practice. Now, we also empower the evil altars by meditating on them, right? And so we always talk about what you think, um, what, you, what you think becomes what you say. What you say becomes what you experience. What you experience becomes your lifestyle or your habits. So one of the things that I encourage people to pray is, Lord, help me to identify the altars that were erected unbeknownst to me. And so even in during times of deliverance, we say um, things known and unknown. All the way back 40 generations, we apply the blood of Jesus. The blood was already shed. The altars just need to be identified. You can't heal what you won't acknowledge. You can't change what you won't speak to. You can't overcome what you don't know you're standing behind. And so our responsibility is to, number one, cry aloud and spare not. It's opening up our mouths. That level of desperation that comes from the pit of your spirit. It comes from your soul. Your spirit knows where you belong, but because we deal with the seat of the will, the mind, and the emotions, our responsibility is to get our emotions intact in such a way, listen, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to deal with my mama's stuff. I don't want to deal with my grandma's stuff. I don't want to deal with her mama's stuff. I want this liberty that he promised that is called indeed. Yolanda just wanted some indeed. And deliverance takes time. It's a process, but it is also an active, avid decision that no one can make but you. Yolanda, I'm extremely proud of you. I'm excited about the nation that will be liberated because of your freedom. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be a witness, according to Hebrews, the 12th chapter, that I can stand on the sideline, cheer you on, and tell you, yes, ma'am, you are a believer. Yes, ma'am, you are valuable. Yes, ma'am, there is a word from the Lord in your mouth. Yes, ma'am, you were created to liberate the nations, and I thank God for your life, but more importantly, sis, I thank God for you. Yes, I adore you. I love you, too. I love you, D.R. You are the <laughs> you are the one that God put in my path, that's for sure. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else? Going once, going twice. So, Father God, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. God, we magnify you. God, we acknowledge you as Lord and Savior of our lives, caretaker of our lives, and lover of our souls. God, we need you. God, we worship you. God, we will remember you this day in all things, Lord God. We pray that you go before us, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit lead and direct, Lord. Help us to be obedient, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that 
anything that comes our way, Lord God, today that you are in the midst, Lord God, that you will take care, Lord God, and that we will lean and trust upon you this day. We thank you for those who are going to come behind us, Lord God, because of our testimonies, Lord God. We pray that we stand tall and not grow weary in well-doing because in the end, in the by and by, Lord God, we just want you to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you. Thank you, God, for your grace, your mercy, and your patience with us, Lord Jesus. We pray that we are open to whatever that you put in front of us, Lord God, and that we are open to admitting, Lord God, admitting that we need you and that you will reveal to us any stronghold, any evil altar, anything, Lord God, that will try to thwart, minimize, or remove our relationship with you. Bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.